Blog Talk Radio. everybody welcome to a special edition of sports urban legend along with my co-host macaulay matthew i'm of course william mamo what's up mac how you doing hey man what's up i'm doing good how's it going out there i'm doing all right man i'm glad to have you on a special night friday night instead of the usual saturday night at 11 uh, you know, both of us, you know, going to be busy tomorrow, so we won't be able to do the show. So that's why we're doing it right now. Um, but, yeah, we got a busy show. Um, we're going to be talking about, you know, our thoughts about, uh, you know, super, I mean, summer, summer Slam. I'm thinking about that prank call. Who was that Super Slam? The Super Slam. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do, you know, our, our, our thoughts about the – um. The SummerSlam pay per view that happened on um, Sunday night, and uh, the aftermath of uh, you know the pay per view event on Raw and SmackDown, and you know of course we're going to talk about the latest stuff in sports, like uh, how the Mets are doing lately, the the Yankees as they you know push towards the wild card, and uh, you know the Jets and even the Jets and Giants um, you know preseason game which, you know, the, the Giants won. But uh, most importantly, uh, you know, we want to hear from you if you can. And, uh, you know, feel free to let, get your voices heard. And uh, the number is 917-388-4189. That's 917-388-4189. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. And, uh, you know, with that, let's... um. You know, let's um, talk about the Yankees. Um, you know, obviously the Yankees are 30 games over 500. You know, they've had some key injuries with, um, you know, with Sabathia just coming off the, the DL. And, uh, you know, Judge, you know, he's been, you know, suffering from the DL as well. Uh, Lance Lynn had a, his first horrible start um, recently, but, you know, he's been great you know, for the most part. And, uh, you know, the Yankees, you know, they've been, last couple of, you know, um, days, they've been kind of playing up to their, um, you know, their their challengers, you know. But, um, you know, they, you know, I know there's some fans, Yankee fans who are, you know, possibly worried because they want to see Yankees firing all cylinders as they approach the playoffs next, uh, uh, well, I should say in October, you know, but, you know, you know nobody is perfect. You know the Yankees are not gonna, they're not gonna, you know, break the Mariners' record. You know, you know Yankees are gonna are gonna win a hundred or so games. You know, if, if you know on their pace, they'll win. You know, well over one hundred. But you know they're gonna, you know nobody, you know no team is perfect. You know, so you're gonna go through these rough spots, but. You know, the Yankees have the history that they bounce back from stuff like this. And if my memory serves me right, they lost, I think, 7-5 um, to, to Orioles. 
Uh, what's Actually, they won the game. Yankees? They they won the game tonight, seven to five. Seven to five. My fault. Yan- right, Yankees was on. Right, Yankees did win. My fault. Yeah. Um. You know. Well, right now, I mean, with all the injuries, you know. With that said, you know, they're eight, eighty, and forty-seven. I mean, eighty and forty-seven. Think of that for a team that has had injuries this year, you know, and has second best record in baseball. And but yet they're fighting for a wild card now, which is hard to believe. But I mean that just shows you how good the Red Sox have been playing, who are um, ninety and forty. I mean they're on pace to win one hundred ten games. You know that's how good they've been playing. So you know uh, the Yankees are just they just are unlucky to be in the same division with the Red Sox, who are who've been mm-hmm. playing lights out, but uh, not recently because the Red Sox right now their schedule gets tougher. And, you know, they've been losing lately to the Indians. They lost tonight to the Rays. Uh, I think uh, the series before that, they uh, had they lost some games to, um, was it the Mariners or A's? I think it was the A's, the Oakland A's. They they lost a series to before the um, wasn't there, Indians. Wasn't series. it Marlins? I think it was, oh, oh, you're talking about before. No, no, it was A's before the Indian oh, series. My fault. I think you're talking um, about the series before the, the, the Orioles, but my bad. Oh no! I'm talking about the Red Sox, the 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 Red Sox series, that the Red Sox, um, you know, Red Sox are coming back, back down to earth now, and right now, Yankees are eight and a half games back, about seven games in loss column. So it's not out of the question for Yankees to catch the Red Sox. I mean, if you remember 1978, Yankees were like back 14 games in July, and yeah. they played a one-game playoff game. You know, on the last day to win the uh, to win the division and go to the playoff. But the the Bucky Dent game, exactly. So hey, history could repeat itself again. You know, it's uh, it's what it's the forty year anniversary, right? Of Bucky Dent. So who knows? That might happen again this year. But you know, Yankees just have to continue to stay afloat and um, until these some of these guys get back off the injured list and. But right now, you know, they, again, they have the second-best record in baseball. I mean, what more can you ask for, right? Right. Absolutely. I mean, the only bright, the only negative spot about the Yankees recently was uh, basically, you know, uh, uh, not CC, um, um, Chapman. You know, he's, you know, he's on the DL, and he, I think he had what a quarter zone shot or something like that. Like he, he needs to be revalued. But yeah. um, you, you know, Bird's replacement Voice, um, you know, he hit he hit two bombs today. So yeah, you know, well. he, yeah. So you you can't you can't ask for anything more, you know. And yeah, you know, Yankee, I, I, yeah, it's too it's too early to to panic. You know, the Yankees are like thirty games. There's no panic. Problem. I mean, I don't think yeah, there's there panic. There's just some uh, worry. About you know, the playoffs approaching. About you know, if the Yankees could potentially be knocked off by who they play in the playoffs. Let's say if they play the Astros or the A's. You know, the Yankees are going to have to be healed up to play those teams, and they're also going to have to be, you know be consistent with the scoring. Is especially you know the, the past month where they've been leaving a lot of men on base. But yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think it's a panic, but you know, a little worry you know, because of the injuries and inconsistencies of this team. Right. 
And uh, uh, you guys are playing a doubleheader tomorrow. Yeah. You got J. J. Happ is going to be battling Cashner. Oh, Happ is going to agree. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys should definitely win that game. Oh, oh, but then again, uh, you might you might face uh, uh, Hatcher Bonus or Cashner. Right? What you call me? <laughs> <laughs> Hacker bonus. Uh, bonus. Uh, I guess a uh, uh, bonus wasn't wasn't available. So <laughs> and then so, Sunday night ESPN, of course. You know, you know if you, Yankees are playing, you know it's gonna be an ESPN game. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Yankees versus Orioles. Uh, Seferino, you know that's a marquee matchup. You got um, Seferino going for his 17th start. Uh, going against Dylan Bundy, no relation to Al Bundy, <laughs> but, but um, you know, Yankees should win this series, you know, no doubt about it. So that's the state of the Yankees right there. Yeah. And you know, it's the 20th anniversary of the the '98 Yankees, so yeah, they never know what ceremony uh, last weekend, which was great. Right. And uh, you know, a uh, uh, very you know a glaring you know omission was Jeter not being there in person. But of course, you know Jeter, um, you know he's uh, very um, detail oriented with you know turning the Marlins organization around. But he did you know make a a video, you know, yeah. tri- you know for the the you know the fans, which I'm sure you know you've been watching it over and over again just before this show started. Yeah, it was a it was a great mess. You know, it was a great message. Uh, glad that he was able to. Well, he wasn't there in person, but glad that he was able to make an appearance via satellite. Satellite message. You know, the one guy that I'm surprised wasn't there, El Duque. We didn't, we didn't get to see El Duque, who I thought was like one of the most creative pitchers we've ever seen in baseball, and part of that Yankee dynasty. I mean. Fortunately, oh, yeah. he couldn't be there, but I would have loved to see him. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was like that was El Duque's year, man. Like they even had that whole that commercial with El Duque, and the leg you kick. know, the night of El Duque with the leg kick and everything. <laughs> yeah, he I was, mean, I always uh, did like that. I won't, I won't front. I always did like that leg kick. I mean, not against the Mets, but you know, it was, it was an interesting, you know, pitching, you know, style. Yeah, you know. definitely. You know, it confused hitters. <laughs> hitters didn't know if his leg was coming at them or the ball. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he, looked like, he looked like Dowsum on the mound from Street Fighter, you know? <laughs> With his flexibility. To <laughs> <somebody> pitching. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's a huge omission as well, man. Luke, you know, he's awesome, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, and then uh, you know shift gears, you know quickly with the Mets. Uh, they've been pe- playing, uh, you know, a lot better. You know, um, even Vargas of all people, his last three starts he's pitched well. I mean, I'm shocked. You know, if he keeps this up, he might go into the Mets Hall of Fame. But yeah. all seriousness, man. I mean, his ERA is probably in the sevens or or six after all his after he's pitched well these last couple of starts. But hey. Man, God willing, if we could keep this up, you know, hopefully they could trade him. But he looks like he's turned it around, you know, to the 
the guy, the lefty guy they could count on these past couple of the, the guy who they they thought they were getting in the signing, but for eight million dollars, man, or per year, man, they should they should ship that guy. Um, I think he improved to four and nine or four and eight. Um, yeah, his his ERA now is six point ninety six. So um, he's he's no, he's no he's not in danger of uh, surpassing Degrom as the the eighth of the staff. By means. Speaking of well, Degrom, he pitched great again yesterday. He had a pitching duel um, against. Um, uh, wait, I'm trying to remember who it was. Uh, no, was it Scherzer? Was it no? It was it Scherzer? Let me see. Um, no, who was it? Uh, who was the team they were facing yesterday? What can I re- Oh, Giants. Um, a uh, Baumgartner. Yeah, oh, they both okay. they both pitched well. Um, but unfortunately for um him, Degrom, they gave up an unearned run, and then he also gave up an RBI hit to uh, Baumgartner for the two runs. Todd Frazier only hit a, hit the solo home run against Bumgarner. Bumgarner went eight innings, and he got the win. The uh, Brom, you know, he walked four people, um, but you know he had you know he he had the four walks. He struck out ten, uh, but you know he gave up two runs. One of it was on un- was unearned, and his his ERA remains the same one point one one point seventy one. And uh, the funny thing is that same day Thursday. Uh, um, Serger, same thing. He he pitched similar to to um to Debrom. He he had a loss as well. He I think he walked four people, struck out ten, uh, gave up a few runs. If I'm me right, and he lost. Nola he pitched well, and now his ERA is the same as Serger. So Nola he's a serious candidate for this uh, um Cy Young race. This is a, this is a three. Three-man uh, Cy Young race, and yeah. uh, Nola, if he keeps this up and and help the Phillies, you know, get this division. I mean, he he could be a shoo-in for this uh, wild card, I mean, for the Cy Young. Yeah, definitely. you know. So, yeah, this is getting scary, man. Because the Grom, he has to win. He will have to win all out, and the the guys have to sh- show up for him. But you know, that hasn't been the case all year. So now the Grom is eight and eight. So yeah, hopefully you could uh, let's could score some runs for him. Try to yeah, win some the, of these games. That's the that's been the struggle all year. So we'll see what happens with that. I mean, Syndergaard he's he's been winning some games. He hasn't been he's been shaky. Uh, he's been he's been a lot his his uh his kryptonite has been allowing people on base and stealing because he doesn't he doesn't you know he doesn't hold any runners so. And not to mention the catchers that the Mets have. They can't they couldn't throw out Mo Vaughn if he was blindfolded, you know, <laughs> trying to run the bases. So you know, it's it's really bad. So you know, that's in, it's in the guard if he's not striking people out and he is allowing people on base whether it's walk or hits, you know, it, it's 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 a scary night for for the Mets. Uh, you yeah. know. And not to mention the Mets always cause a lot of errors, but to their credit today, they, they played well. Jay Bruce came back, played his first game uh, since his injury, um, and hit his fourth home run of the year. And, um, you know, he's going to be the the first baseman for the rest of the year. And according to Callaway, he might be the first baseman next year. So, 
as of right now, Peter Alonso, even though this guy's hitting 278, 32 home runs in the minor leagues, and leads the minor leagues in 109 RBIs, um, this guy most likely is not even going to get a, a September call-up because they have all these people trying to play first base. They have him, they have Wilmer Flores, who, I mean, he has an iron glove, you know, on the field. And Dominic Smith, who's their, their, their best defensive first baseman, you know, they, they recently sent him down. And he, he recently cost us a game earlier this, this week against the Giants because they had him in left field. And he, wow. he collided with, uh, I think, Rosario, and that cost, cost them, uh, uh, I think, the game-time run, if my memory serves right, in the ninth or something like that. So, you know, no, I think it was a game leading. It was something like that. Like, that would have been the last time. It was like a, it was like a Castillo kind of play, you know. But, you know, the, <laughs> you know I'm sure you're, you're, you're familiar with that, that play as a Yankee fan. You talk about it all the time. The yes gives it. Every every day to remind the Yankees of that great victory. <laughs> but um, you know, to the Mets credit, they won. Uh, final score three to one. So, you know, too little, too late. It would have been great if they could call up Alonso and see what they have. You know, but you know, I know he's supposedly a defensive liability, but who isn't on this team that's a defensive liability on you know playing first base? So. It is what it is. But um, shifting gears, let's talk uh, preseason uh, football. Um, the 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 uh, the Giants defeated the Jets, and um, the final score was uh, um, twenty-two to sixteen. Um, uh, Darnold, he, Darnold, he, you know, he he played well, but you know. Didn't have any touchdowns, and uh, you know, you know it's preseason, but you know he showed some poise. Bridgewater, all, Teddy Bridgewater looked pretty good. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater looked good. You know, all, all preseason long, especially you know week two as well. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams that are um, interested in him. You know, but I'd say but I'd say you know they should definitely hold on to him. You know, whether he's going to be the backup guy or start if they want to start him and, you know, have, you know, them start a few games like Darnold, um, you know, observe a little bit and then throw him into the fire. But the way how Darnold is playing, I, I'd say he looks ready. He looks ready to, to go. So I think they yeah. should start They should start Darnold and uh, have Teddy Bridgewater, you know, as the backup, you know, make him play, you know, make some plays on the field, you know relieve him a little bit, and, you know, put him in the game. But the safe bet is that they might start Bridgewater. And um, if Bridgewater, you know, can't maintain, you know, the success he's had in the preseason thus far and in his young career, you know, you go with the with the rookie. Yeah. And then, of course, you got McCown also. Oh yeah, I forgot about McCown. Well, McCown's still on the team. I thought he was let go or cut or released. Nah, uh, he's he's back. He's back with the team. He was injured, okay. but uh, yeah, he's he's back with he's back with the team. And well, uh, yeah, I mean they got nothing to lose. Why not? Yeah, I mean just start uh, Sam Darnold, see what he's got. 
And if he struggles, you always have Bridgewater as a backup, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, that's 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 that what um so yeah, let's let's um you know, move on to uh SummerSlam. And uh what did you think about it overall? I thought it was a good pay per view. Um, you know, it there was some good matches. I liked the my favorite was the Seth Rollins uh, against Ziggler match. Um I thought that was the best match of the night. Uh, Miz Daniel Bryan match was good as well. Um, the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match was very predictable. Um, like the <laughs> yep. Becky Lynch uh, heel turn against Charlotte. Um, but yeah, I mean, it had its it, it had its moments. Uh, I thought it was a good pay per view. All right, let, let's dive right into it. Uh, you know, uh, Cien Almas, Andre Cien Almas, and, uh, you know, Zelina Vega, his manager, they teamed up, and uh, they defeated Lana and Rusev. You know, no surprise there. I mean, they did they did get their revenge on uh, SmackDown because uh, Aiden English stopped, um, I think it was, uh, Andre, uh, you know, Almas from uh, using a chair, finally, after like eight attempts of, trying to stop, you know, trying to stop, you know, Almas and Vega from, you know, doing some shady stuff. And, he and uh, you know, English keep crossing them, you know, the victories, you know. Mm-hmm. But Saturday, uh, you know, on SmackDown in their rematch, which, you know, rematch is the team, the theme for both Raw and SmackDown, uh, you know, they did get their revenge. So, um they're they're reunited, the uh, Rusev Day, all three members of Rusev Day, and uh, that that is great because it looked like WWE was trying to cut cut Rusev Day down, but yeah, as of right now, it looks like they're back together, and uh, the crucial the cruiserweight uh, championship, uh, uh, Cedric Alexander, you know, he retains the title against Drew Gulag. Gulak, I should say, and um, yeah, that's basically it. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, the B team, surprisingly, they they defeated uh, the Rev- the revival. I think that they picked B-team. them to win. B team, B team. Go go go! <laughs> I my problem with the match. Um, I felt like. I know uh, my Hardy is hurt, you know, and it, it might it looks like it's a career threatening. It looks like the, you know it's a a career ending injury because it looks like his um I think his pelvis fused with his his back or something like that. That's wow. how much damage he's doing because you know he's done a lot of leg drops and all all those years of wrestling, twenty years of wrestling, you know. Yeah. So you know it's it's it had you know it's having an impact on his body. So it might. I think right now I heard he might be working as a producer on Raw. So yeah, his career looks like it's over. You know, hopefully that's not the case, but that's what it looks like. You know, wow, a sad way. And I thought a great way for his career would have ended it is if they would have had the triple threat match, the match that they had on Raw. They should have had it on SummerSlam because I, to me, I felt there was no no need to rush that triple threat match, and then. Um, you know, then it became 
as a result, it became, a, you know, a B-team versus revival matchup, you know, yeah. which I felt, I felt, you know, if, Bray, if this was the end of Bray Wyatt and, and Mal Hardy's, uh, the leader of, the leader of war worlds, um, you know, uh, tag team, they should at least lost on SummerSlam. I mean, I agree. It, it makes more sense instead of just having them have a semi rematch at on Raw again. I mean, it just didn't make any sense whatsoever, whatsoever to me. But in any case, the B team retains, which I'm assuming they're gonna retain until uh, the Shield eventually um, takes it from them, and then Dean Ambrose will finally have a title. But we're gonna get into that. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the Shield members, and yay, let's just dive into them right now because Seth Rollins uh, with uh, Dean Ambrose, the lunatic fringe, you know, at his corner, he was able to defeat Dolph Ziggler with the aid of uh, Drew McIntyre at ring, ringside as well. And yeah, this was an exciting matchup as everybody um, as everybody expected, and you know. Seth Rollins, you know, he, I mean, he, he put on a, he put him and Dolph Ziggler put on a clinic and, uh, you know, Drew, uh, Dean Ambrose rarely interfered for a lunatic fringe. He pretty much kept his cool for most of, most of the match until Drew McIntyre, you know, tried to interfere towards the end. And, uh, as a result, you know, Seth Rollins hit the, um, the curb stomp and, he became the new Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, that was definitely my favorite match of the night. You know, the high flying, the the uh, athleticism, you know, the technicals, the technical wrestling. I love that stuff. And you know, having Dean Ambrose at ringside to keep um, what's his name at bay, uh, Drew McIntyre at bay, mm-hmm. and both. But it's funny. Both Dean Ambrose and Drew McIntyre, they look they, they they look like they're on steroids now compared to how they look like, <laughs> you know, uh, five years ago. Allegedly. Right? Both of those dudes. <laughs> yeah, I but, mean, Ambrose looks, like, he looks, like, he he totally looks different. Like, he's definitely more built. I mean, he had nine months, you yeah. know, to uh, just focus on his body and, you know, got a different look, haircut and everything. So he got a different look. Like, he really looks like a lunatic fringe now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, you know, it it really suits his character. It was a it was a surprise, a pleasant surprise for his character. Yeah, it's a new look. And, you know? and um, you know, now he has the, you know, now, um, you know, we're, we're going to talk about them a little bit more uh, in a few minutes. Uh, then you got the New Day, that that's Big E, and Xavier Woods, and of course, you know, Kofi Kingston uh, at ringside. Um, they they technically defeated the Bludgeon Brothers because of disqualification because the Bludgeon Brothers used their uh, sledgehammer to uh, end the match. And this match was really good, you know, but it ended. But luckily for us, uh, WWE fans, or as WWE, WWE loves to, you know, shove it down people's throats, the WWE Universe, you know, we had a much better matchup on SmackDown. You know, it was a no disqualification, a hardcore type match. And, yeah, that was that was the match we should have had at uh, SummerSlam, you know. Yeah. Uh, another a rematch. And you'll see a theme here with these rematches 
following uh, SummerSlam, they were, they're, they're pretty much 50-50 booking. You know, you lose at the pay-per-view, and then you get the other person gets their revenge in the next rematch. So that was the case here. It, technically, New Day did win on, on SummerSlam because they, got this, they won by DQ, but they didn't win the title. But um, that was a different story on uh, SmackDown because in the rematch, uh, it was Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston teaming up, and Biggie, you know, didn't wasn't was you know didn't interfere or anything because he was, uh, you know, um, nursing his uh, ribs because of, as a result of the Bludgeon Brothers attack, you know, at at uh, SummerSlam, and I thought this was a great match. I mean, this. This is the that's the team that you know we should WWE should be using more. Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, and have Big E as the heavyweight champion guy. You know, similar to what what they're most likely what WWE is going to do with the Shield, or what they did with the Shield previously. You know, they have Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, like Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, being that the the the, the default tag team tag team. You know, with occasionally Roman Reigns or in this case Biggie, you know, using the Freebird rule to, inter- to to fight. But the big guys like Biggie and and Roman Reigns, those guys should just be mainly heavyweight guys, and you know, occasionally fighting the tag teams. You know, using the Freebird rule. That's what they should yeah. do with New Day. I think that's where I think that's the way they're heading. You know, they're, they're probably gonna yeah. give Biggie more of a push now, maybe towards. The universal title, maybe, you know. Yeah. Uh, who knows? But uh, I think that they're leading towards that, giving him like a, some, you know, a shot at one of these titles. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I love I love to see the the two high flyer guys, you know, who you know rarely team up together, fight each other. And actually, Xavier Woods, you know, he he got the victory because Xavier Woods have been you know always looked at as as the weaker link in the New Day, even though they're, you know, a co- cohesive unit, mm-hmm. you know, they're all bring something to the table. You know, they're all equal, they're all, you know, equally talented. You know, Big E, he got the power, you know, Kofi, you know, he has the technical ability. And I say for what he has, like, a combination of the power and the the agility and the high-flyingness of Kofi. So, you know, it's good. it's good to see Kofi... And you know, and uh, Xavier getting that victory because if you remember, there was uh, like a few years ago they were you know pretty much criticizing Xavier Woods as the weakest link. I don't remember if it was the the um, I, I think it was probably the 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 Wyatt book the 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 um the Wyatt family that was teasing them probably when he was afraid of uh you know Bray Wyatt when they when they formed that compound that that copycat of the the um. The the you know the final deletion match that WWE had like two years ago. Yeah, right, right. Um, but yeah, but but you know, good thing they congratulations to the New Day they got the title. And um, then moving on, Braun Strowman, you know, uh, he defeated Kevin Owens, which I, wasn't a surprise, but WWE was swerving people um, that. Kevin Owens would lose the title, would would lose the um, briefcase, but he didn't. You know, he squashed Kevin Owens. Even though I thought, I thought, I mean, it's, it's predictable, but I did pick Kevin Owens to win by some shenanigans. So I, I should have won more of a match. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of which, if you want to hear about how I met Von Strowman, feel free to check out my Sports Urban Legend TV uh, YouTube uh, episode, you know, the latest one. So feel free to check that out. You'll, you'll hear my story there. Um, and then uh, moving on, you, you had Charlotte Flair. She defeated uh, Becky Lynch and Carmella. Carmella lost the title in the triple threat match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. And, um, yeah, and then, of course, the the bigger story, Becky Lynch, she turned heel, which, I mean, yeah, Be- Becky Lynch is way more popular than, than Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair should have turned heel because Charlotte Flair is a natural heel. Becky Lynch is, you know, you know, the... She's the prototypical baby face, you know, out of the out of the three. But hey, if this is going to lead to Becky Lynch finally winning the, winning the title again, hey, I'm I'm all for it. And she she cut a good promo on SmackDown, so hey, wish her all the best. Yeah, I like this Becky Lynch. She's feisty. She she's she, she's in fierce. You know, mm-hmm. she has bad attitude. I like it now. You know. Mm-hmm. And now they're giving a push now towards a, you know, getting that title from Charlotte. So I'm loving it. I, I'm with you, man. I'm with you for sure. And another another person who's getting a push right now is Samoa Joe. You know, he uh, he defeated AJ Styles by DQ when AJ when uh, you know Samoa Joe got AJ Styles to lose his cool, and uh, AJ Styles basically was hitting Samoa Joe with the chair, which caused the, the uh, disqualification. So as a result, AJ Styles lost the match, but he didn't lose the WWE title. So they're going to have uh, a rematch, most likely at Hell in the Cell. And I don't think they announced the stipulation, but I think we were, I was talking about this last week. So I, 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 if I was a betting man, I would I would take a leap of faith, a huge leap of faith and guess that at the Hell in the Hell at the Hell in the Cell pay per view event next month, the match that is going to be for the WWE title will be a wait for it a Hell in the Cell match because the pay per view event is called Hell in the Cell match. It's Hell in the Cell, so that should be the um, the stipulation. Yeah, that's a good a good stipulation too. Oh yeah, Hell in the Cell is my favorite. Um, uh, stipulation match, so I'm all for it. You know, this is a this is a perfect way for the feud, and I I definitely see um, Samoa Joe having uh you know getting that finally winning the title. But I'll give my official predictions uh, once the pay per view event is around. But as of right now, I think Samoa Joe is gonna finally get that title. And then, uh, you know, before the Miz defeated Daniel Bryan. He had a, a mini reunion with the Mysteraz, and the Mysteraz, which is now known as the B Team, they they sh- they re- they uh they mentioned that they're in support of Daniel Bryan because the B and B Team stands for Bryan Daniel Bryan. So, you know, but all 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 even though the whole arena was rooting for Daniel Bryan and yours truly, uh, as I suspected, unfortunately, the Miz would defeat Daniel Bryan. And uh, as a result, the feud continues. And now The Miz is going to tag team with his wife again for, like, the, the, the second time 
since the um, when uh, John Cena and the other Bella, Nikki Bella, teamed up, and of course Miz and his and his wife, uh, Maurice lost that match, but now this time Daniel Bryan's teaming up with the other Bella, Brie Bella, in in a in a in a mixed tag team match, um, at, at Hell in the Cell. So, I'm guessing Daniel Bryan and Brie is going to get the victory there. But I was really, I what are you going to say? Go ahead. No, I was going to say that uh, I was expecting Brian, Daniel Bryan to win this match um, at SummerSlam against The Miz and finally, you know, put all the, the, the talks that um, Miz is his mentor and, you know, Miz is better than him. You know, I, I was looking forward to Daniel Bryan winning that, but, you know, Miz ended up winning that. But uh, I think uh, there'll be a rematch, a Survivor Series between the two. Might maybe even a steel oh, no. cage or some other stipulation um, after well, yeah, this mixed tag team match that they have. Yeah, but I think they should have saved the rematch for WrestleMania. Or so, or, so? or 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 summer summer uh, or um, Survivor Series for the second match. Have Daniel that's Bryan? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they yeah. have the rubber match. Have the rubber match at. Uh, um, WrestleMania to determine who's who wins the feud, this this new feud. You know, the, yeah, that's the, probably that's probably what will happen. You know, no, but why did they, they ruined it? They ruined it with the with the tag mixed tag. I mean, it, there's no need for the mixed tag match. Yeah, but you know, WWE these days they make them have a zillion matches. I mean, look at AJ Styles and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, how many matches did they have? Yeah. You know, this year alone. Pavilion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, this this even after this Mexican match, I'm sure you'll see them fighting over and over again. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then speaking of people fighting over and over again, Finn Balor defeated Baron Corbin, but this time, for the first time in like almost two years, Finn Balor debut made a debut as the Demon, Finn yeah. Balor, and of course he defeated him quickly. But then on uh, Raw. Um, against Roman Reigns, he didn't he didn't use the the demon gimmick for the title, and of course he lost. And then of course you know the Shield uh, beat up on the Shield beat up on uh, Braun Strowman after he tried to cash in the Money in the Bank on uh, you know Monday Night Raw, and of course you know we're gonna get into Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar uh, in a, like in a minute or so. Uh, Okay, since Shinkei Nakamura, he defeated uh, Jeff Hardy, retains the United States Championship. No surprise there. Uh, Ronda Rousey, she she defeated Alexa Bliss like like easily with with the with the ease, man. Like it was like a four minute four minute match, and Ronda Rousey was just toying with her and got the submission. So congratulations to Ronda Rousey being the first woman to be the first Universal Champion and also uh, the the WWE Raw Women's Champion, or any champion for that matter. So congratulations to her. And uh, last but not least, Roman Reigns defeats uh, Brock Lesnar. No surprise there. And uh, before the match started, uh, Braun Strowman announced he was going to cash it in, which surprised everybody. And this was WWE's ploy to make uh, you know, people not walk out of the, the arena because no one cared about Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the, 850, the 85th millionth time that we were seeing this match. And no surprise there, 
uh, after Brock, Brock Lesnar um, attacked uh, Braun Strowman uh, to, to prevent him from cashing it in after the match, um, he, he left. He he he, he um, turned around after he got distracted by Braun by Braun Strowman after he beat a Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns, of course, cowardly went for the she, the spear <laughs> and got the windfall. I mean, I thought as a as a I thought he should have had like a much better victory, you know, a more a much more sound victory. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's legit, it's legal. Hit the spear. I know it's supposed to be shrewd and smart. He hit the spear once his back was turned, but I don't know. I just I felt it needed need to be a little bit more. And then afterwards, um, you know, that was it, and the fans weren't happy because Braun Strowman didn't cash it in. So then next Monday Night Raw, Roman Reigns, uh, Finn, Finn Balor lost to Roman Reigns, and uh, Braun Strowman was about to cash it in again, and then the Shield reunited and beat the crap out of Braun Strowman. So, you know, that that's, that's what happened, man, and um, it is what it is. So it's going to be interesting what, uh, you know, I, I think the Shield is going to uh, form the tag, form, uh, you know, they're going to get the tag team titles off the team extremely quickly. And, um, you know, they're going to all have tag team titles, basically. Um, well, basically, I guess we're, we're running out of time. So uh, I want to thank you, Max, for being on the show. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this episode of Sports of the Legend. I'll see you guys next week, Saturdays at 11. And also check out my YouTube show and find out how I met Braun Strowman. So he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.